Patton slams inadequate Garda response in Tullow. Article by Michael Tracy. A county councillor has demanded that Gardaí meet a Tullow community group to address anti-social issues. At last week's meeting of Carlow Joint Policing Committee, Councillor William Patton said there was a serious anti-social problem in Tullow and controversially claimed there had been an inadequate response to it. Councillor Patton said that Margaret Kern, Secretary of Developed Tullow Association, the DTA, had made three attempts to arrange a meeting with Garthi in Tullow, but had been unsuccessful. I am raising this with the permission of the Developed Tullow Association, he said. Councillor Patton said he needed a commitment from Garthi that the local sergeant and Carlo Garda superintendent Aidan Brennan would make an appointment with DTA to discuss the matter. Councillor Patton outlined one recent incident of antisocial behaviour. The site of Tesco was destroyed with graffiti. The Tesco manager paid for that to be cleaned up. Literally 48 hours later, the graffiti was back up on the same spot. Superintendent Brennan promised the councillor he would have an appointment with him by the end of the week. Superintendent Brennan said that, like many other places, he was aware there was antisocial behaviour in Tullow. He added that he did not know why an appointment had not been scheduled, but it would be rectified quickly. Chief Superintendent Podrick Dunn said it was incumbent on Garthi to listen to local concerns and formulate a plan to tackle the problem. However, Councillor Patton's criticism of the Garda response did not go unchallenged. Councillor John Pender voiced his displeasure at the public remarks. He said he always found the Garda in Tullow to be very courteous and helpful. I don't think in a public arena the message should go out that Tullow Garda are not responding to calls. Councillor Pender believed the superintendent should have been contacted privately about the issue. Tullow is no worse than other towns its size for crime. Councillor Brian O'Donoghue also lauded Tullow Gardaí but accepted there were anti-social issues. He said the civic offices in Tullow were a hotbed where groups of youths were gathering. You would nearly think twice of going in. There are so many there. With the hoods up, it can be intimidating. Councillor Patton pointed out that previously Tullow had between 21 and 24 Gardaí but currently it is only 15. I'm asking Chief Superintendent Dunn when is he going to put the resources into Tullow to bring the station back up to the numbers it should have, as in the past. Chief Superintendent Dunn said there were challenges in Tullow, but could not increase numbers without taking from elsewhere. However, he said it was possible to use the road traffic, drug and crime units based in Carlow Town to help address the matter. €200,000 plus to reopen Lachlan Bridge Garda Station. Article by Michael Tracy. It will cost upwards of €200,000 to reopen Lachlan Bridge Garda Station. Chief Superintendent Podrick Dunn gave an update on the proposed reopening of the station at a recent meeting of Carlow Joint Policing Committee. It was a rather downbeat assessment as Chief Superintendent Dunn said the cost to refurbish the property was upwards of €200,000, while funds were also required to upgrade Carlogar the station. I am not against reopening Lachlan Bridge, but it has to be put in context of the amount of money that would be needed to refurbish, and it's currently being serviced by Bagnallstown, which is four kilometres away. 
He added, it's not the most popular thing to say, but it's a pragmatic, realistic thing to say with the amount of money required. Chair of the JPC, Lachlan Bridge Councillor Michael Doran Finnegale, was surprised, believing that funding had already been allocated. His party colleague, Fergal Brown, who had looked for an update on the opening of the station, said there was never a need to reopen it and blamed then-Minister Shane Ross's involvement in the reopening of Agartha station in County Dublin. Councillor Brown asked what the station's proposed opening hours would be and for it to be presented at the next meeting. Big drop in drink-driving offences, article by Michael Tracy. Drink-driving offences are significantly down in Carlow despite a similar level of Garda checkpoints. 39 drink-driving offences have been detected so far this year, compared with 81 for the same period in 2020. Also recorded were 15 detections for driving under the influence of drugs, compared with 36. It's indicative of greater compliance, said Garda Superintendent Aidan Brennan at last week's Joint Policing Committee meeting. Our checkpoint numbers are at the same level. Superintendent Brennan was also pleased that no fatal road traffic accidents had occurred in 2021. This compared with three last year. There had been four collisions this year where serious injuries were recorded. A total of 1,500 speed detections have been recorded by Garthi and Carlo in 2021, while go-safe vans account for an additional 500. It's a high-priority area for us. It's a recognised lifesaver and we put a lot of effort into making those detections. Also this year, 200 vehicles have been impounded for road traffic offences, such as driving without insurance. A surprised councillor John Murphy wondered what became of these vehicles. Superintendent Brennan stated, The vast majority of those vehicles are returned to their owner on payment of a release fee and suitable proof that they have policy insurance. We are not just collecting cars and selling them. Domestic violence on the rise in County Carlow. Article by Michael Tracy. Burglaries and thefts have decreased in Carlow this year, while assault and domestic incidents are on the rise. Superintendent Aidan Brennan disclosed crime figures for 2021 at a recent Joint Policing Committee meeting, with many categories trending downward due to COVID-19 and its impact on society. While restrictions on nighttime trade had led to a reduction of offences such as public disorder, assaults were up, which Superintendent Brennan found surprising. 33 incidents of assault causing harm or injury had been recorded in Carlow so far this year, along with 68 minor assaults. The total figure was 101, compared with 89 last year. A total of 328 domestic-related incidents have been recorded this year, compared with 282 in 2020. On a more positive note, just 69 burglaries were recorded in Carlow so far this year, compared with 74 last year. Superintendent Brennan said that burglaries were down nationally and particularly in recent years in Carlow. For example, there had been a staggering 879 burglaries in Carlow during the same period in 2014. That was a colossal figure but that has reduced very, very significantly on what it was.
Superintendent Brennan said enforcement was one factor, but also changing habits among homeowners. It's not as lucrative a crime as it once was. People do not carry large amounts of cash at home. Thefts from shops were down to 129 offences this year, compared with 172 during the same period last year. However, thefts from cars had doubled to 39 in 2021. During the summer months, you'd have people locking up their cars and going for walks in scenic areas, and they can be targeted, said Superintendent Brennan. Theft from other property is down from 60 to 47. There have been 192 detections for possession of a small quantity of drugs this year, as well as 76 detections for large quantities of drugs involving their suspected sale or supply. Gardaí have conducted 756 searches. Public order detections were down significantly from 325 to 281. Cycle and beat patrols would be increased in the run-up to Christmas, added Superintendent Brennan. So far this year, Gardaí have completed 7,715 crime patrols, 1,860 crime checkpoints and 195 mandatory intoxicant checkpoints. Determined Carlo student awarded NCBI bursary for Trinity College. Article by Elizabeth Lee. A visually impaired student from Carlo who's in Trinity College Dublin has just been awarded a bursary from the National Council for the Blind of Ireland, the NCBI. Ben Graham from Pollerton Carlow was one of just four students in Ireland to be awarded the prize. I was absolutely delighted when I heard that I was going to be awarded, Ben told the Nationalist. Ben, a graduate of St Mary's Academy CBS Carlow, was awarded the Gerard Byrne Bursary, which amounts to €1,500 for each academic year. He's in third year at Trinity College studying for a degree in philosophy, political science, economics and sociology. This is the 21-year-old's first real experience of living college life, having been forced to study remotely in first and second year because of Covid restrictions. I love it here now, but it was difficult when I first moved here. It was difficult to find my way around, and the building can seem the same because I use colour to guide me. For someone like me, you find your way somewhere once and you'll remember it for the next time. Every time you have a problem, you need to find a solution. But I've stuck it out and I've made friends and I'm enjoying it, said Ben. Ben paid tribute to his teachers in CBS Carlo for their encouragement and for instilling confidence in him to continue on to third level. I really wanted to go to third level but didn't know what I wanted to do. There was an open day at Trinity on my 18th birthday and I loved it. I knew that's where I wanted to go, so I knuckled down and worked hard, he continued. He added that he wants to complete a master's degree before applying for a job in the civil service. Ben is the son of Philip and Sandra Graham from Pollerton. Ben and both his sister Neve and his mother were born with ocular albinism, which has left them visually impaired. Ben, along with three other recipients, were presented with their bursaries by Minister Josepha Madigan at a recent ceremony in Dublin. The NCBI funds the annual Gerard Byrne Bursary to support visually impaired students to continue their education into third level. 
It is vitally important all barriers to participation in education and employment are removed so these students can achieve their dreams, similar to their sighted peers, said Minister Madigan. Top Athletes Launch Christmas Food Appeal Article by Suzanne Pender The annual Carlo Lyons and St Vincent de Paul Christmas Food Appeal got off to a flying start last Friday with two of Carlo's star athletes taking up the baton. Molly Scott and Marcus Lawler were delighted to launch this year's appeal which will see over 700 food hampers delivered at Christmas to the people in need in the Carlo area. Over the past 30 years, the appeal has helped countless families and even the pandemic didn't stop the generosity of Carlo people. Last year, when the collection and handling of food items was not an option, the appeal still went ahead and thankfully enough money was collected to buy food vouchers to replace the hampers. The food voucher idea was a huge success and it has prompted the Lions Club and Carlo Area SVP to continue in the same vein this year and they hope to raise €30,000, the value of the hampers distributed in previous years. Many thanks to you and yours for your very generous support over the years, and hopefully we can count on you once again to support this year's appeal, said Carlo Lions Club President Shane Keneally. SVP Carlo Area President Tom MacDonald said, The need out there is as great as ever, if not greater, and given the success of our appeal last Christmas, we have every confidence in you to contribute to this very worthy cause. Donations can be made through the GoFundMe website link gofundme.com forward slash f forward slash Carlo Lyons SVP Christmas Food Appeal 2021. Cash or card contributions can also be made at Vincent's shop on Tullow Street. All of the funds raised will be used to purchase food vouchers for distribution through SVP Carlo.